Hey everyone, welcome to Brainspoon. I'm your host, Caitlin Rarick, and joining me today is the president and CEO of Neuronetics, Keith Sullivan. I'm super excited to have you today, Mr. Sullivan, so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. So before we get into anything, I would love to hear just a little bit about your past experiences and how you ended up in the position you're in today. So I uh, went to William and Mary many years ago and uh, from there went into the medical device world. I was a business major and uh, so had no medical device experience, but uh, received great training a long time ago. And as a result, I have held uh, many management positions over the years in primarily in companies that have capital equipment and most recently capital equipment and disposable. So it's uh, the specialties were ophthalmology, uh, gynecology, aesthetics, many, many, uh, a few companies in aesthetics. So it's, uh, it's really been across the board. Uh, most recently, I was president of a company called uh, Zeltique and their product was uh, cool sculpting which was a device used to um, eliminate unwanted fat. So it wasn't a weight loss device, but it was more of a body contouring. So after uh, cool sculpting, I had retired and <clears throat> had, uh, I was on two medical device boards and I was also a clinical professor at the MBA program at William & Mary. Through that program, uh, I became reintroduced to neuronetics. And uh, so I understood their company. I understood the product line. Uh, it also had a piece of capital equipment as well as a disposable associated with it. And uh, so here I am. Gotcha. That's awesome. Um, so I'm kind of curious. I know you're new to the company, but you know, now that you have joined Neuronetics, what do you think are some of the company's short-term and long-term goals? So I, I think one of the large challenge, largest challenges of, uh, of TMS, which is the treatment, and that stands for uh, transcranial magnetic stimulation. Um, when, I, when I accepted this role and it became uh, public that I had uh, taken over the CEO job, I probably heard from between 70 and 100 people. Um, one, shocked that I got back into the business, but uh, more importantly, um, nobody had ever heard of TMS. And even though depression is such a large problem in the United States, it's mainly treated uh, with drug therapy. And <clears throat> at there is very, very little awareness that there is a non-drug alternative. Now, to be clear, um, to, to be a candidate for TMS, the FDA uh, has, has said that you must fail at least one drug. Um, many of the insurance carriers require you to fail two drugs. Uh, some of them require you to fail four drugs. But even with uh, with the, the level of depression and the number of psychiatrists that are out there and the fact that TMS has been around for 10 years, there is almost no awareness. So our short-term goal is to do the market research to find out 
who, who is our target audience in this space? Um, what's their age group? What's their gender? How do we get to them uh, to educate them on the benefits of TMS? And then how do we direct them into uh, physicians that are familiar with TMS and are able to help those patients? So that is our short-term and, and, uh, and our long-term goal. That's awesome. I, that's honestly really surprising to me. I didn't know that, that you, know, you needed to have failed one or up to four drugs to, to be a candidate for this because you know, TMS is something that we've talked about a lot in school as a treatment option. And I just I didn't realize that you know, it was that difficult to even be a candidate for it. Um, but for, for some people who maybe aren't familiar with TMS, would you mind just kind of explaining like just the benefits, I guess, in general of using that over like pharmacology approach to treat depressive disorder? Well, I, I, what I'll say is there are many people that, um, that benefit from, uh, from the drug therapy. So I, I, I don't, uh, I don't want to position TMS as, as the one size fits all solution. I think it's a combination, um, uh, of, of both drug therapy and, and TMS potentially. Um, <clears throat> so just to give you a, a layman's view, and that's about all I can give you, is um, if, if it is determined that you are a candidate for TMS, uh, they do uh, something that's called a motor threshold test on you. They identify um, uh, the area of your brain that would best be stimulated. And they know within a very small circumference of where that target is. Um, when, you, when you are identified as a candidate for TMS, uh, the course of treatment is uh, 36. So you would come into a physician's office or a clinic um, every day for five days uh, a week for seven weeks. And you would receive a treatment that uh, lasts about 19 minutes. Um, it doesn't hurt. Uh, there's no, uh, no anesthesia, no drug that you're given when you're there. So you can drive in, get treated and drive out and resume your normal activities as soon as you leave the facility. So there's, um, Again, no discomfort. You feel a, a tapping, um, and really that's the machine making the noise. So it's, it's just delivering a magnetic pulse um, to that area of your brain that then helps it produce serotonin. That's really cool. I, I find it so fascinating, and I like that you said that a lot of people do benefit from you know, the approach using more things like antidepressants and just the pharmacology approach in general, because I feel like that is a common misconception. And it's something I asked somebody previously, I was like, you know, do you think that something like this could make those drugs completely obsolete? And I never really thought about it that way. But again, kind of what you said, it's people benefit from different things. It's not like a one size fits all. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I find that very interesting. But I do think, like you said, raising awareness would be really good because a lot of people may benefit more from TMS over a pill. So I think that's awesome. Um, something I'm curious about is, do you think that 
there are other psychiatric disorders that could potentially be treated, maybe not necessarily with the exact same type of TMS, but maybe just a different part of the brain or just other type of like neural health transformation approaches over a pharmacology approach? Um, the answer is absolutely. I, and I think that uh, there's research now that's being conducted <clears throat> for OCD for PTSD, for bipolar, um, and for one of the one of the companies recently received clearance for smoking cessation. So I, I think there are other areas and disorders that uh, that we are experimenting with and looking to get FDA clearance for. Yeah, definitely. I, I've seen some of that research. I haven't heard of the smoking one, though. That's really cool. I, I didn't think about that, but I feel like that could, could definitely be something good. Um, that was kind of that kind of leads into my next question. Do you feel like at Neuronetics right now, you are more focused on kind of optimizing what you have and raising awareness, like you said, or are you guys also looking into trying to expand that to, to working on research and stuff for other disorders? So Neuronetics started out as a, as a research and development organization, and, that's, and, uh, and the device and the treatment uh, came out of that. I think there's still a big element of the company that is heavily focused on science and being able to uh, add new indications uh, to the list. So absolutely. We also uh, capture a lot of data. So we, we uh, have a database um, so when the, when a system is used on a patient, we collect, uh, information that helps us determine, um, what, what treatment that, uh, they're getting treated for their age, their demographics, um, so that we can point, uh, take that data and be able to use it with the payers and with the FDA to, uh, show them the benefits of, uh, TMS. So... We have about 72,000 uh, patients in that database today. That's awesome. That's really cool. I'm excited to see where that goes. One thing I do want to talk about that I'm curious about, through the midst of this pandemic and just these crazy times, I feel like we're hearing a lot about mental health declining and people just struggling with the situation. Um, I'm curious if you guys have noticed that. Have you seen more people seeking treatment options during this time? So there is data that supports what you're saying, that uh, new prescriptions for antidepressants has gone up about 35%. <clears throat> so uh, that would translate into increased TMS in somewhere between six months to two years. So I think that we anticipate there to be a, a rise in, in uh, the treatment. But again, I think our job is to uh, raise the awareness, but our clearance is still one failed drug and the insurance companies require at least two failed drugs. Yeah, that makes sense. So I just want for, again, for people listening who may not totally understand it, what are some of like the side effects of antidepressants that are eliminated when you choose to, or if TMS works better for you? So I, I have never taken an antidepressant drug, but my understanding is that 
there is an element for some patients of, uh, they get lethargic. And so it, it, uh, it helps take away the lows that they have, but it also takes away the, the highs that they have. And uh, again, this is, this is anecdotal, but um, my understanding is that when you when you lose the highs, it's uh, you 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 don't feel as good as you should. Um, again, I think some patients do very very well on on the antidepressants, but for those that that don't want to have that lethargic feeling, I think TMS uh, helps eliminate that. Yeah, that's probably the most common one that I've heard about too. Just again through studies and everything that like you said, people just don't have those highs. So if that could be eliminated and TMS still worked, then that would be great. Um, I'm curious if you had to name one thing that you're most excited to see in just the future of exploring these different treatment options, what would you say that is? So I, I'd like to uh, be able to get a, uh, a PTSD uh, clearance, I think. You know, um, I think we have an opportunity to help a lot of, uh, of our military. Um, so I'd like to pursue that. I grew up in a, in a army, uh, family. So that would be our, my next target if we can get there. I actually am doing research under a professor who, um, did like all of her grad work and everything on PTSD. So we talk a lot about that and different treatment options. So yeah, I mean, that would be awesome. So I really could ask you like a million more questions, but I want to be conscious of your time. Um, so I want to say thank you so much for joining me today. And for anybody who ends up listening to this podcast, if they would like to connect with you further, maybe learn more about the work that you do at Neuronetics, where's the best place for them to find you? They can uh, email me uh, at keep.sullivan at neuronetics.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Sullivan. Thank you.